The Wholeness Network. Awaken to the reality of wholeness. Nacho Aramani was chiefly known as one of Spain's most sought-after flamenco percussionists before moving to New York in 2009. At the age of six, Nacho was classically trained as a pianist, and later on he performed as vocal soloist for the Spanish National Orchestra. Aramani's unique style and diverse capabilities ultimately steered him into the broader scopes of world music and jazz. While his style of music is close to jazz and flamenco, it is an experience of world and natural sounds with influences of oriental melodies and Indian and West African percussion. Nacho's musical innovations have discovered another avenue where they are being applied to sound therapy and transformational processes. In this field, his contribution is remarkable as he has entirely composed, performed and produced the music of In Time, a nine CD rhythm based music listening therapeutic method created to improve brain function. Nacho has performed as vocal and percussion soloist at prestigious large venues and events around the world, including New York City Center Theater, Lincoln Center, Carnegie Hall with the Macedonian Philharmonic Orchestra, and as guest artist at the 2017 Latin Grammys Award. So Nacho, I would love to hear how a musician of your caliber and your gifts, how music entered your life when you first became aware that sound affected you so deeply. Well, the first memory I have is being six years old and I really was really clear to me that I wanted to play the piano. And uh, I tell, tell my mother, like, I want to play the piano. And um, it happens that my, my grandmother and my grand-aunt, these three sisters, they all play the piano. So we have, I always go to my grandmother's house, there was a piano there. So we decided to bring that piano into my house. Mm -hmm. And very early age, I started playing piano and then I started singing in a choir, very, very early age. And, um, and that was like really like my clear and sometimes I think why I, there was no why I was inside like I want to do it you know I want to play the piano I want to sing and and then that started with classical music and then becoming like a soloist for for the National Orchestra of Spain and being a very early age a very high performer and then at that very early age realizing that was something was missing about music mm -hmm. you know and even I now recognize that being immersed and surrounded by orchestras at that early age really, really helped my ear to develop mm -hmm. so, so much. Being immersed, people talk about sambas now, but for me, like being in, on these orchestras all the time surrounded by sound, even when the or orchestras, orchestras were tuning, for me it was like mesmerizing. Oh. But then their performance and then having to demonstrate your value all the time and in front of a lot of people and I, I knew that there was something really missing on that, you know, and, and later on when I started traveling around the world and discovering more music from traditions, you know, and percussion basically, I discovered that what was missing was the part of the community 
the part of the music belongs to the people and is a part of the community to celebrate and is not for entertainment. Music is not for entertainment. It's a tool for the community to go over the challenges of daily life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and music is a service, you know. So the best musicians I met, African percussionists, when they go back to their villages, all the talent they put at in service for the community to make people dance and make people celebrate and make people release tension through the movements of the dance being supported by the drumming, by being supported by these strong falls. Mm-hmm. And so would you say it's synergy that happens as the community comes together and then the sounds connect them all? Is it, is it that synergy of people and sound that create that connection? It's, I mean, the key thing is like you say the word sound creates connection. Sounds create interaction, sounds create movement, and um, it's even more that synergy is like, it's like the energy of everybody together in a circle, and the energy of music activating the bodies and activating the cells and activating those brain and what I say, in training those brain and making people breathe and dance with the same pulse, that creates an environment of safety and strength that is uncomparable. That's beautiful. And so as we see you growing up, you were trained in classical, but then you're hearing all of these sounds around the world. And how did it go from that classically trained nacho to the the man that you are today, which is so vibrant and rich and full of sounds from all over? Well, um, after after skipping all this classical world, I when I was fifteen, I started being very curious about the world and I started traveling and and was in the streets of Paris. I was just like suddenly I started hearing this sound like and this sound was really resonating deeply. This low frequency sound tones, but really a pulse. And I remember telling my friends, I don't know why, but I have to follow this sound. You know, oh. it was not a mind, it was, it was my heart, I guess, right? Of course, the pulse of the heart and training with another pulse. And I just end up near the Notre Dame, mm-hmm. the, the cathedral, and the Seine. It was this big drum circle of African people and Asian people, everybody sharing together with joy, you know? And, and I really clearly remember that feeling is like not, it's not that I want to play the drum, it's like I want to belong to that space. I want to belong to that, to that um, environment of joy, you know? And, and music as a shared experience that, that everybody is welcome and it is so energized and I was so driven by that energy and that smiles, you know? So yeah. that brought me into into studying music from different traditions and basically percussions from all the traditions that I could. So mm-hmm. I start, started studying like North African percussion, Egyptian percussion, um, Tunisian, and then Afro-Cuban. And it was really interesting because I studied all these traditions, but the latest, the last tradition that I studied was my tradition, which was flamenco. Oh, it nice. was really interesting because I was already five years into playing percussion, but but then I thought that I, I already know a little bit of rhythm, but then some one night I, I saw in a, in a club like like someone playing flamenco in a cajon, and I was mesmerized by the rhythm, and, and then I realized, wow, I really want to learn that, you know? Yeah. So that changed completely my life because then all that I knew, studying from rhythms and traditions, and then... One thing that I want to point out, because really remarkable in my process, how I learned percussion, is um, 
I was studying philosophy and education at the moment I really wanted to start the, also studying percussion and the first teacher that I have, the group of students, there was a woman that was a really great, great, great drummer. Mm. And we connected very, very deeply because she said to me, you know what, the drumming has helped me to get out of drugs and I would love to help women that has, has like sex abuse or or a lot of traumatic experiences because I know that they can help this. We're talking about, I this was probably 20 years ago mm-hmm. and or more, mm-hmm. I have to make the numbers. And then I told her, well, I don't know how to play the drum. I'm learning now, but I'm studying education so I can create a program. I can write down a program mm-hmm. because I connected with the, with the, the women's jails of Madrid and I know the director, maybe we can present a program of how we can, with motivation and drumming, we can help the interns to be more motivated, mm-hmm. you know? And I realize that now I'm, I'm developing all these programs with drums and rhythm, but I, the way I started, I learned rhythm, was in jail with a group of women. Wow. And that's how I learned, I learned drumming with the woman in jail. I was just supporting the process of how we can teach things and being really effective in the way we teach. But the rhythms that we were teaching and the drums that we were playing were as new as for them. So that changed my life. And now I realized that then I become a a professional percussionist. I study flamenco. I play for the best dance flamenco companies in the world. But, and then I developed my music and now all these music programs, but I already did that. (laughs) So sometimes I realize, wow, now in these drum circles and all, that we know how beneficial rhythm is in my intuition and everybody knows from different traditions how helpful rhythm is always for the brain and for your soul and how if we play together again in a circle and we feel safe with the power of sound and we entrain our brains and we bring our brains that sense of safety through pulse through the shared pulse we bring back the joy we bring back the hope and and I'm just mesmerized as like, that's why I honor so much women. I, I, my, a lot of my work is with women right now, working with the voices of the women, awaken the woman voices. And how I work about how we awake the voice is we awake the voice by creating a really internal, strong pulse, mm-hmm. which is what I did and how I learned when I was in prison with them. That's so amazing. So do you feel like that experience in prison was your first uh, sound healing? experience yeah absolutely I was not aware about that yeah I knew I knew because I was more in the education field that and more psychology field that music helps for motivation that's what the title of my program is percussion to enhance motivation but now I can say well it's not just any enhanced motivation it's like in that sense of safety and that shared pause we we release serotonin and oxytocin that create bonding and the love hormone that of course help you to overcome depression so yeah I'm fascinated because as a very early age I I started my life in service and 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 I am amazed because percussion has helped me to learn and as I was helping me to learn I was helping people to learn and overcome their life struggles you know yeah that's what I know it works yes And so, has music done the same for you? Have you had life struggles that music has helped you overcome? Well, big time. I, was, I just had an interview in, in Madrid because my, my grand aunt 
was the was the first woman composer of Spain, and she she was uh, in nineteen twenty eight. She was the the most important uh, the first woman conductor, and she won the the best the first prize for composition nineteen twenty eight. A woman beating all the men, so she yeah. was like an incredible figure. But she struggled with a mental illness, mm. and now. Thanks God that somebody has is been written a biography about her. Her her pieces are now being playing with orchestras and mm. and they are following me because I'm the only one in the family that are following the path of music. And they ask me the same question is like how music has helped me and I I, I answered like I would not be able to be alive with without music. Wow. That's amazing. Um I really don't know what people do if if because music is is a tool, is 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 a tool for you to go back to your own internal rhythm, mm -hmm. and not just to your own internal rhythm, is to your internal harmony. And in that harmony, in that space, you can connect with something bigger than you that is source. So then you don't feel that alone, yeah. because we struggle and we break our minds and our hearts when we feel alone. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing when you play an instrument is that you feel connected with something that is bigger than you. And you don't feel alone. So, uh, music has changed my life and is continuously changing my life. But it has saved my life. And and the piano and the guitar basically are those pieces that I found in the middle of the ocean when your ship is broken oh. and you just have a piece of wood. Yeah. The only thing that you have to say that has been the guitar for me and the piano. And you put the guitar close to your heart. And yes, streaming the streaming those those strings, the vibration hits your heart and your body, and you start feeling that you are alive. And the music comes to you as a revelation, mm -hmm. and it's a revelation that comes from source, and it's telling you you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And as I was sharing yesterday at the concert, the beautiful thing about for me about music is the music allow you to match the pain. Mm -hmm. Pain has a frequency, and sometimes we want to, to, to run away from that pain and just mask it and put things on top. The amazing thing about music is like allows you in that intimacy to be one by one in front, in front, in front with that pain, matching that pain, and allowing that tension to be sound. Mm -hmm. And you hear that tension. So you feel that it is not, you feel that somehow you are hurt, but you are one with that. And then the amazing miracle that always happened with me is like when I'm matching that tension and music is not that beautiful, it's tension, mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's, it's not cacophony but it's a lot of tension. When you stay with that tension, naturally always the guitar, you find a path to relieve the tension. Mm -hmm. that's and that's, that's how it is a beautiful analogy for life because if you don't run away from the tension, you match the tension, and you try to harmonize the tension, mm -hmm. then you will find a, a place and a path for the release. Mm -hmm. And that's how me, what music has always teach me, you know? It's like there is a path of release if you match the tension, and you can create beauty with the tension. Mm -hmm. you, work, you can create beauty and poetry that also can inspire people to know, to let them know you are not alone in this pain. Mm -hmm. Look how my pain sounds. Does it sound like you? Yeah, it sounds like me. I can re mm -hmm. And now we feel that we are not alone, you know? Mm -hmm. We match together in that frequency and then we transcend that. Mm -hmm. And we move forward with the release, you know? That's so amazing. That's so beautiful.
And um, you talked about how music connects you to uh, something more powerful than yourself. And um, as I've watched you perform, and I love watching you perform, I'm amazed at the um, the flow of the music as it's coming to you and the music is flowing through you, knowing that there is no music in front of you. <laughs> You're not following any song you've ever heard before. So describe what that experience is like as those melodies flow through you and then you can express that into the world. Well, I always say that for me, what I love about the stage is, is about is jumping into that emptiness, into that empty space of creation. And that is what honestly what really turns me on. You know, it's it's I I do it for myself in a way like because I I basically don't know how to do it other other way. I mean, I can play music and I I, I spend my life playing repertoires, but it's really boring for me because there is no tension. Like you see that. Yes. Talking about tension is always like the balance of a lot of tension, but life. Our muscles, our tissues need tension to be alive, you know. So I am a person that I need to feel that tension, mm -hmm. right? So in my concerts, and even if I have my group of musicians, I always invite them to jump into the stage, into this emptiness, mm -hmm. and to jump into this empty emptiness of creation so we can be really present in the moment and really feel what is needed to be played. Because depending on the environment, depending on the situation, depending on the acoustic of the place, music is going to flow in one way or another. We need to be present in that space and play for that space and for the souls that are in that space. So for me, I just, of course that I have what I said, my really little map. You know, I know I want to start here like an itinerary, right? Yeah. For me and for you. Yeah. But I don't know what is going to happen between here and here. <laughs> and even and even sometimes like I'm here but I have this inspiration I'm gonna cut my you know completely like break my itinerary and like flow into this new direction you know and that's the magic of music and that's the magic of creation on stage and creation live because you are completely a vessel yes. for whatever needs to come through you and even the last song we sing all of us yesterday I never sing that song I'm just tuning into, and as I'm playing, I'm trying to create with the pulse, as I always say, the rhythm and music create a space for this melody to come so we can all sing. And I was kind of praying, every, every, basically everything that I play is a prayer. Remember I was saying that this is a prayer for, for the birth of the Holders Network, you know, and that's why sound support these processes. So let's pray, and as we pray and we let the prayer come down, these melodies come in and then I'm the first one that is surprised I'm like wow this melody has came this is amazing so so it's it's really a gift it's really a gift for me and um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to really there is there is a, a thing that people that we work in service um, and these kind of healing modalities we are kind of misunderstanding about giving 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 um the only way that we can give is we, if we own it. Mm -hmm. So when I was telling you, it's like, this I give it to myself. It's like, I'm taking this opportunity to receive this sound because I want to enjoy this sound first. Mm. That's and then when you own that space, what happens immediately is like, you give it away. But, but it's not authentic if you just want to give it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because then you are losing the opportunity of 
being fully, fully in yourself, being nourished, and then there is a moment that you're going to be completely exhausted mm-hmm. in the giving. Mm-hmm. So when you are a speaker and when you are like an artist, you need to jump into that place of I'm owning this. And that's not ego. We don't have to, to misunderstand. It's not ego. It's like I'm jumping into this space with all my process as a human being and all the lifetimes before me. And in that, this right moment and in this presence, I'm going to receive all the channeling and all the information in frequency so I can feel it first. Mm-hmm. And then once I feel it, and then what happens naturally is like you allow that and, pff, and then you release it and then people really feel that because people really see the process. Yes. Yeah. and feel it so that's the magic of, of performing live on a stage and that's why I'm trying to every time kind of reproduce and I'm always not nervous but it's like people if you see me before I'm always standing in a, in a place that I don't have my repertoire that I know is going to work right. I know that I'm jumping into the empty, the empty space to allow something to happen so and that must require so much trust exactly and the trust and that and we but we build the trust. Yeah. That's why how we build trust with hours on hours and hours and hours of practice. Mm-hmm. There's no mystery for trust. Mm-hmm. When we you we can, you are able to I always said people said you have to live from your heart, you have to live from your heart. I said don't live from your heart if you're not prepared. <laughs> because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna crash. You know, so yeah. you can live from your heart if you have built a super strong temple from your heart. Mm-hmm. Then you can trust. So that's what practice gives you in whatever you want to do. Practice gives you a super steady pulse, a really super strong foundation. Yeah. So then you can really jump into that emptiness. You can really jump from your heart because it's already held. Mm-hmm. So we need to be responsible in that regard. Like, okay, we need to trust, but trust, we build trust. Yeah. And it's a foundation, and that's the practice that you have chosen. I've been practicing percussion now, non-stopping for more than 20, 24 years. Mm-hmm. So of course now I jump onto the stage and feel I kind of, I can trust, you know. Yes. And with the voice, because I'm, and also because I'm singing from a place that is not for performance. Mm-hmm. So then that all that conditions allow me to trust that is not even about me, you know, is through me. So as long as like I, I prepare myself and my container, my vessel is being prepared, now then I trust. And, I, and whatever happens, I will overcome that. Yes, that's amazing. So that day in France when you were in that circle with the African drums and you wanted to be a part of that, is it fulfilling now that you are that circle? You are bringing people in. You are creating that. Yeah, it's are... it's been it's really it's really amazing now. My life, I'm very grateful because from that place that I was not the key point is like my I was not even able to follow a rhythm. <laughs> so it's not that, it, and now I'm able to guide a lot of people with rhythms, and now I'm able to produce. And one thing that I really I produced this this after after Africa and then flamenco and then moving to New York and I mean in Mexico with shamans I really started devoting my life to sound not as a performer but more like a sound as a modality for transformation and and I started in Mexico like more with intuition and with shamans that how that's how we work right mm-hmm. but I moved to New York and I really find that I really feel that I really needed to know more deeply why sound works. Mm-hmm. 
and I was very, very, very lucky to find a program at the New York Open Center, a nine-month nine program that with these amazing teachers and pioneers of sound healing, really the people that has bringing the past 30 years the modality of sound as a transformation, and from studying sound in, in India, in tradition, shamanism, but also tuning forks, neuroscience, neurobiology, so that I was able to be exposed to that immediately I start working with my teachers immediately. I started working with kids with autism, experimenting like the power of the rhythm for the brain, how we can promote mm -hmm. self-regulation in kids with autism, and also the, the the instruments that I play that are made of the elements. So how with natural resonance and natural rhythms, we can help kids with autism to be more self-regulated. Mm -hmm. That brought me into this company called Advanced Brain Technologies that are in the forefront of sound therapy music always using classical music, but they were looking for a rhythmic program because now mm -hmm. in neuroscience we're discovering that everything that happens in the brain is about patterns and rhythms. Mm -hmm. So they knew that it's like, so they were searching for five years someone that can compose like a full program of nine albums and they found me. So here's where, from that drumming <laughs> circle in Africa, finally I composed these five hours and a half of music and now are in 35 countries working with kids with autism and Alzheimer's and brain damage. And I always said, you, we know the power of a drum circle, right? How that moved me, how that moved us, right? Yeah. And my commitment to this program was, I, I had to record a lot of music on my own I, and I play all the instruments. But you know, as a producer, you can, you can create loops. You can create like yeah. loops and then, but my, my commitment is like I don't want to create any single loop because I want every boy or everybody that's going to listen to this program to be able to hear the drums live if you are inside of a drum circle. Mm -hmm. So it was super hard work because imagine some of the tracks like were have 25 instruments and every track was 9 minutes. If you multiply 9 minutes with 25 instruments in Yes, supposing that I'm recording well, that's a lot of hours tracking tracking music. Yes. But my idea is like I want to have people listening to this music, to these drums, as if they are in a live drum circle. So those brains are not just having the stimulus for the brain of that we know that the entrainment works. Mm -hmm. Those brains are having the support of a community inside their brains, mm -hmm. bringing that strong pro. A, a pause, allowing them to go through that process of transformation in their brains. Mm. So it's been a full, full circle right now. That's amazing. And then that led you into your own method of healing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so... So being in New York and uh, a lot of people start coming to me and say, I want to sing like you sing. And it's like, well... <laughs> That's an interesting question because, because I, as I told you, I was I stopped singing when I was twelve year old, thirteen years old. I started playing percussion, yeah. and then was in Mexico in two thousand five with the shaman. Eventually, told me to sing, and I never was. And I was like, "What? Yes, yeah, yes, sing whatever comes to you. Sing, sing, sing." And I was like, and then that was the moment that I completely <laughs> shifted the, 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 the way I was singing. It's like, okay, I'm gonna just sing whatever comes through me, and then this this the singing becomes my my devotion mm -hmm. 
and I was devoting just to pure, pure sound, pure, pure sound, and pure through my voice, through my voice, through my voice. And I came back to Spain or New York. I was just every day singing, and with kids with autism, that's how my voice really completely stretched again and become a lot of what is right now is when I start using my voice in service. Mm-hmm. and everyday singing and singing and singing to create an environment of safety for someone mm-hmm. so the drums creating that pause and my voice just toning 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 to create a frequency of safety and love so these mm-hmm. kids can really behave and be self-regulated so then people come to me after the concerts that I do is like I want to sing like you sing it's like well I'm not singing to you <laughs> So I'm singing basically from devotion. So, and the only way I know how I do this because I'm doing it with my intuition is like being an empty vessel. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've been working out my own process through the past seven years that, that I'm in New York. So the only way I can guide you is like if we work together, we empty the vessel of anything that is polluted. So here I am guiding people in one year that just have one student that was, she was amazing because she trusted. And I tell her, you're not going to sing in nine months. Yeah. If you trust me, but I'm going to guide you into a process that after nine months, you're going to connect with your own voice. It's not me. And she trusts me. I was living up state every single week. She took a train because I was composing up state and go and see me up state with the therapy sessions. And after nine months, I said, now you can sing. Open your mouth. She starts singing and she starts boiling and crying like, and I was playing percussion to support her voice. Yes. And then she said, wow, this is incredible. But then I realized it should be a shortcut, right? Yeah. And then what I realized is people, the only thing that people are stopping them from their voices are their minds. Oh, wow. That's the only thing that is in the way of you and your voice is your mind, which is judgment, basically. Yes. So then I realized I need to create something that bring people out of their minds. And then, was, and then I said, okay, so what I know that make people, people get out of their mind? And it's rhythm. rhythm when you, with all these rhythms that I work with, and working with kids with autism, I realized that rhythms in five, and rhythms that are connected with what is called the harmonic pattern of growth and evolution, the golden ratio, those rhythms create creates communication between the broad brain hemispheres and really you get out of the mind. Mm. You get mind and body connected and you stop thinking. So then I realize, why if I create a method with movement, Mm -hmm. because for the brain we can entrain the brain with sound and rhythm, but also with rhythm through the vestibular system. Mm. And then I realize, wow, if I am able to, 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 to entrain the brain with movement, and this movement have these patterns basically in five, with mirrors, the golden ratio, and the Fibonacci sequence, I know that I'm gonna have these people aligning mind and body and ready to go and, and release their voice without judgment. Mm-hmm. So then it was really interesting because I developed this, basically one session per session, allowing and trusting the information that was coming through me, I create this sequence of movements that all based in patterns in five and breathing in five that allows you to become like a pyramid and a cathedral, which these these buildings are basically the best acoustic buildings that we have, that when we are inside of that building, your voice sounds majestic, right? Mm -hmm. And basically what happens in those spaces, where those spaces, basically the pyramids in Egypt, were the signs 
as chambers, as sound chambers for transformation. Mm -hmm. So then I realized, why if our body becomes a pyramid, and we activate the, 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 the energy within the pyramid within your, with your voice. Mm. So then inside a pyramid, you have your body and then when sound is activated, there is transformation in the body and in the consciousness that is inside of that pyramid. Why if you become the pyramid, you feel super safe and strong as a pyramid, you finally have a space for your voice to happen and be. Yeah. And then your voice as is activated, literally your voice lift you up so then I create this method that now is working because basically you create the pyramid you feel that strong you basically open the space for the voice mm -hmm. because what happens with the voice because of the judgment and the mind is you close the space mm -hmm. so there's no internal space so the only thing that we need to create is we need to create the space again for the voice so you and then the voice has a space to be because we never lost the voice. What we lost is the space for the voice because we have fear. Because somebody told us you can't sing. Mm -hmm. because, some, because somebody told you you have a very bad voice or because you have judgment on what they're gonna think if I sing. Yes. But if I get you out of the mind and training your brain into a movement that you feel super strong and safe and then no judgment is on the way, then you are able to free your voice and as you free your voice, you change your all electromagnetic field and you awake natural resonance in your cells. So it's the most powerful sound healing tool that I believe it exists. Mm -hmm. And it's a key that I can give you the key. If you use it, you will unlock your voice and will you transform your life. And now this is my, my right now developing the app and this video yes. series. This is the tool that for me is the most important, as I said, sound healing Thing that is, is going to be available because it's not about a healing sound coming from someone or for a super expensive singing bowl or from a gong. Your voice, your voice is the most and unique healing sound that you can use for to transform your life. Oh, that's incredible. And so that will be available later this year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's fantastic. And this is like. It's like this, you're gonna become an architect yeah. of your brain. Mm -hmm. You're gonna entrain your brain into this harmonic pattern of growth and evolution, which is gonna allow your brain to perform at the peak performance. Mm -hmm. But then you're gonna become energetically and physically that strong pyramid. Yes. And then you're gonna able to release and free your voice so you can really express in your daily life who you truly are is not just for singers, it's just because we all need to find our voices to express what we want and to create exactly the life that we want to create. But again, yeah. for that, the voice is already sounding. What we need to create <laughs> is the temple for the voice. Yes, that's so beautiful. And don't you feel that so many people have been diminished in their voice, or, you know, through fear or life experience that they shut that down? It's a high percentage of people, wouldn't you say? I have. I mean, it is, <laughs> is most of us that in in a way because I think basically judgment and fear yeah. you closed, and then what happened when you close is like, of course you still have a voice, but that voice is an, is of the voice of an identity that you yeah. are using to survive. Yes. And that is not serving you at all to achieve your goals and the, basically to achieve the goals of your soul. 
Because the, the thing about a true voice and a raw voice is that expression of your soul. There's not a single soul that is equal. There's not a single voice that is equal. Everyone is so singular. But because of fear or, or trauma, mm -hmm. we say, oh, no, I want to sing like that. Or I want my life to be like that one. Or I want, I want this. I know that if I do this, I'm going to be more safe. Yes. And then you align even your frequencies. You don't even, you're not conscious about that. Or you start talking about that, yeah. like that, in that tones. Or basically, you, you are not using, which is the, 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 the usual case, your voice is lacking frequencies. Yeah. Basically, when I talk with people, I immediately kind of, very fast, I can have a diagnosis of what is his emotional situation because I can hear the frequencies that are lacking in that voice. A voice that is healthy is a voice that has all the frequencies in that voice. Wow. You can hear the high overtones and the low tones. Uh -huh. So when we start creating identities, we start assimilating and we are creating, yes, we are assimilating frequencies from other people or frequencies that we know that make us feel safe yes. instead of what is your own foundation in your own voice. Yes. And you have all that spectrum of the frequencies in your voice. And that's how you, every time that you talk or even your presence, you are sounding in silence. And your presence is a frequency that is vibrating, that is just already creating an impact. Mm -hmm. But that is not going to happen if you are trying to model or you're trying to imitate because you need to survive or you have that identity that is, has helped you to survive, you know? Yes. Yes, it may have served them for a time to get through a period of their life, but to really connect into their voice helps them fulfill who they are their true expression. Like saying, and I think that now we are in a beautiful moment that everybody is trying to is trying to be to awake. Yes. And and basically to awake is to is to is to awake your voice. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't think that we everybody's talking about the awakening of consciousness. Like I think we are already conscious, you know, we are born conscious. Mm -hmm. We just lock it, we just we just close the space. Mm -hmm. And as we close the space, we close the space for that voice. We just need to awake again the voice. Because as soon as we awake the voice, as we were saying, the resonance of truth yes. is going to awake the resonant truth on the other. Yeah. So as, as more voices that are awakened and pure, by natural resonance, you don't have to think about if I'm conscious or not. You just have to feel if you are alive or not. Yes. You just have to feel if you are living in truth or not. You have to feel you are living in joy or in fear because that you, then you're going to start resonating and activating in those, in those around you. And the beauty about the voice is like, that's why singers are important as an artist, right? We were talking about yesterday at the panel because when somebody is singing a song that is even is talking about pain but is so authentic and people start boiling out, it's because they are <laughs> awakening that truth within them and that truth has been so suppressed. Yes. But we have that string because of sympathetic resonance, that frequency that is so ready to be awakened. Yes. And that's what you're saying. So people are so ready to be awakened. So we just need to open the space. Yes. And all of us, as we can talk our truth and live in our truth, so then we can awaken that truth and our authenticity in each other and then, and then be, be in life, experiencing life as fully as we can, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's why that action of awakening the voices, that's what I call inspiration. Yes, yes. Fabulous. Um, 
I would love to have you play for us. Okay. I would love to have you demonstrate some of your <coughs> music. So. Sure. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that getting too hot or is that okay? Huh? No, it's perfect. Is it helping? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's feeling so good. Should we move your drink? Just yeah, let me have case. a sip. Yeah. And the other thing I love to hear you talk about is intention with mm. the sound. After after we after you do this, could we talk about that sure. and then just have you share any other way they could connect to your music and then we'll just wrap up? Perfect. Does that sound good? So tell us about this instrument. So this instrument is called a hand pen or hand and it's really interesting because it's the 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 newest percussion instrument that has been created and this mm -hmm. comes from Switzerland. And it's a beautiful mixture of a percussion instrument and a melodic instrument. And this instrument now has been super popular around also now in these meditations and, and sound healing. And I always ask myself why things work, right? Like why, what, is the, what are the principles that are behind something that yeah. is very successful or has an impact, right? And then I realized, well, <clears throat> the handpan is made of metal. It's a very, 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 and that's the amazing, the amazingness about this sound is like this uh, blending of different metals that creates this incredible resonance, right? But the key, the key thing about this instrument, how, why a lot of people are drawn into this instrument is, and how, why, how calming it is is because this is pure metal. Um, in Chinese medicine, the mind is the metal. Mm -hmm. So this instrument is really connecting to our minds. And as a percussion instrument, this instrument really always work in patterns. So as I was sharing that all of my work in my life is discovering how we can create patterns that we can entrain and get our brain synchronized with those patterns because that's how our brain works in patterns. So we need we we bring we bring balance to the brain if we bring patterns that are in order. Mm -hmm. So the amazing thing about this instrument is like we have the resonance of the metal that connects with the brain and also the patterns that connect with the brain. So then that helps to really connect you and bring you into this state of of basically meditation and focus mm -hmm. and relaxation. So yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit so we can all See how it works, okay? So I'm gonna play a little bit what I call rubato, which is no rhythm. So we can see just the, feel the resonance. And then we're gonna play the rhythm, which then we can feel more the entrainment. And in that way, we can really experience the true basic principles of sound, which is resonance, vibration, the power of the vibration of the metal, how that feels in the body. And then the power of entrainment, how with, with rhythms, our brain always get in sync with these external rhythms. Mm -hmm.
That was amazing. That was amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Mm. This feels like your best friend. It's <laughs> one of my best friends here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uplifting and I could feel different tones clear, clearing different parts of me you know? right yeah it's so beautiful that's why yeah, the instrument is the, the resonant really hits hits the body right and yes. the body really engages with that sound and the mind at the same time but then also the patterns of, then keeps you into that what I always say that safety so basically the, I'm doing like surgery you know <laughs> I'm doing like sonic surgery to you because the rhythm gives you this safety, and yes. then with the melodies, I'm going into those places, right? Ding, 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 ding. That's that that's sonic surgery, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible! It's incredible. So, Nacho, how can people find you if they want to hear more of your music? Well, um, that's interesting because during my first album was the jazz album that was recorded yes. in 2006, and that is an, already in iTunes. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's, it's very different than what I'm doing right now. It's more like a flamenco jazz world album. Amazing. It was recorded live in a studio in, LA, in New York with one of the best jazz musicians now that we have. Lionel Luecki on guitar was playing with Herbie Hancock at that moment. Mm -hmm. And the best flamenco players of Spain. It's a very dear album of me. I love that album. And that is now on Amazon, iTunes. But now this kind of music that I'm developing we have the in-time program that I composed for advanced brain technologies that is not available for the general public because it's sound therapy, sound therapy music. Okay. But you can have it through the advanced brain technologies website, okay. advancedbrain.com. Okay. And but I spent like three years producing that, so I have a big gap now in my recordings. But now finally, I'm 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 sending out new recordings. I so I just released three P EPs EPs on Spotify under Great. my name Great. it's an album of three songs called Divina oh, it's on Spotify Divina and then on SoundCloud Natural Money I have an album recorded in Japan it's called Bridge to the Infinite mm -hmm. hopefully in the next two months I'm going to bring that Bridge to the Infinite album also on Spotify so everybody can be able to see that but also this year I'm, I'm really excited because I'm finishing the mixing of a new album that I created with a piano player I'm really proud of that album because we recorded everything live, everything is channeled. Oh my god. And it's like <laughs> how he plays piano, how I'm singing, and the poetry that is coming down, the information that is coming now, the language that I'm singing on, seems that are songs, but everything was, was was created at that moment. And I'm very proud of that album. Um this with Pablo Arellano and um we are mixing <clears throat> these days we're finishing the mixing so hopefully hopefully in the next few months the album will be out will be also on Spotify will be also in, yeah, in Spotify and iTunes and Amazon all these platforms great great oh I can't wait this has been so fantastic and I I want to end with one thing because I've heard you talk about this and I, I think it's so powerful for musicians to understand but tell us about intention in music? Well, that is interesting because when I started like, devoting my life to sound and, and sound and transformation, I knew working with the shamans is like that intention was everything. Mm -hmm. 
and I remember doing that that uh, that that uh, training nine months with these all these teachers. I always after that we spend a weekend with each of them, mm-hmm. and I always asked ask them to ask each of them the same question. They gave us all this information, right? All this information. This principle. I always ask them, why do you think about intention? Mm-hmm. And all of them are masters. And all of all and each of them they told me intention is everything. Yeah. And then what I realized and I start to understand about sound basically and music is sound is a container. Mm-hmm. Sound is just a vehicle. And you put information into that container into that sound and the amazing thing about sound that is a wave that is carrying that information Mm -hmm. so the key point is you can choose to fill that vehicle with certain information or another one Mm -hmm. basically that information is your intention yes so basically that's the power of sound and intention together and music and intention but basically pure sound because you can just tone that we were doing yesterday right at the end of the concert you just tone and in that tone it's going to travel the amazing thing that people need to know about sound is really important that sound is a multidimensional experience. Mm-hmm. It's multidimensional. Sound cannot be recorded. We now have recordings that's very new in, in the history of sound and music, but you can record a multidimensional experience into a dual or three-dimensional thing. Mm-hmm. So what it means that it's multidimensional is like it's not just affecting your bodies, all your b- different bodies. It's like sound travels mm-hmm. more than we know. Mm-hmm. And as the sound travels, the information that is inside the sound, which is our intention, is traveling to. Mm-hmm. So for example, in the Tibetan books of the death, it's very important and is committed to the people that you need, you want to support that is in transition to sing during 15 days in a row to that soul that is in transition because you are literally leading and helping them the way. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are saying that sound travels through dimensions too. Mm-hmm. So that's why when we use music and sound and we bring an intention into that, basically that wave and that sound is going to carry that intention and what that wave physical is going to impact that body or that consciousness that intention is going to spread out into that body and it's going to spread out into the consciousness of that, of that person. Mm-hmm. So that's how important intention is. Mm-hmm. It's everything. It's everything. You know? and, that's, and that's for me the power of sound is the vehicle where intention travels. That's why our voices are so important. We are all the time talking. We are yes. all the time talking. But what are we talking about? <laughs> Sometimes we don't yes. need to say that much, which is to create a pure tone, which mm-hmm. comes from your inner evolution mm-hmm. of how, what is your growth right now. That is the, that, that is the tone. You can't fake a tone, you know? <laughs> and then you bring that information that you want to deliver, not that much, and then you just bring that out, and that is what is going to create the impact. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Nacho, thank you so much for sharing your gifts and your knowledge. And thank you for finding your voice and your true expression because it's inspiring so many of us. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for listening. 
join the community of knowledge and growth at thewholenessnetwork.com.